he started to talk about how peanuts are special because they can be used with like glue and uh, and sorts of different kinds of stuff. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Quaker Matters Podcast. Every February, with the support from our diversity committee and librarians, Wilmington Friends lower school students participate in a Black History Month project. Each class and or grade chooses one important African-American figure to learn about, typically connecting to the class's interest or the curriculum. After their research, the group creates a display to share about that person with the rest of the school. This podcast is divided up into three parts. In part one, we spoke with two first grade students about George Washington Carver. Carver is known for his work in agriculture and the promotion of sustainable farming practices, specifically his research on peanuts. In part two, we spoke with four fifth grade students about Audrey Faye Hendricks. Faye Hendricks is the youngest known demonstrator to be incarcerated during the Civil Rights Movement for her role in the Children's Crusade, a series of marches in Birmingham to end segregation. In part three, we spoke with teacher Diana Saunders, whose fifth grade class studied Aretha Franklin. Commonly referred to as the Queen of Soul, Franklin was the first woman to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and played an instrumental role in the Civil Rights Movement. We hope you enjoy. What did you learn about George Washington Carver? So I learned that, like, why he was important and stuff, because he really helped our Earth, like, get out of slavery, and um, he um, helped our Earth, like, find a way um, um, to use peanuts. Why do you think he's important? Because he he helped farmers grow peanuts, and he started to talk about how peanuts are special because they can be used with like glue and uh, and sorts of different kinds of stuff. Do either of you like peanuts? Yes, I love peanuts. Mainly the salty kind of peanuts. <laughs> Mainly the salty kind of peanuts. Gotcha. Well, thank you so much for taking the time, both of you. I really appreciate it. And you are our two best guests so far. So, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. How did Audrey Faye Hendricks' family and community contribute to her commitment to activism? Her parents and family <clears throat> took in her ideas and let her join the Children's Crusade. And um, that's how the vision, the vision she had came true. Can you describe her role in the Children's Crusade of 1963? She was one of hundreds of children who took children who took part in marches against segregation. How did Audrey Faye and her involvement in the Children's Crusade impact her life and the lives of those around her? She didn't realize how impactful it was at first, but then the, but then she changed the world for all Black people. After reading The Youngest Marcher, what do you remember most about Audrey? 
she was a child who went to prison and made sacrifices to make the world a better place. How are you trying to incorporate Audrey into your classroom each day? We try to make her part of our lessons about Black History Month because she was younger than us and went to jail by choice so she could live in the world that she believed in. That's really beautiful. I also know that you all prepared really hard for this and came up with some facts. So if you would like to share with our audience right now some facts that you learned about Audrey. Audrey spent a whole week in jail with 4,000 other kids. They loved debate. After graduating from college and working in Dallas, Texas, Audrey returned to Birmingham. Audrey's grandparents gave her a game to pass time in prison. On August 28th, about 250,000 people marched in Washington, D.C., including some of Audrey's family members. In studying Aretha Franklin, how did you ensure that every single student in your home base was able to contribute to your larger group project? Right. So I think one of the most important things about this project in general, especially since, you know, collaboratively, our class is making a poster that's going to be up in the main hallway, um, is to make sure that every single student, I wanted to make sure that every fifth grader in my home base um, contributes to the poster in some way so that they could walk up to the poster and say, oh, that's the part that I did, or oh, that's the part that I did. So we kind of, we read two books about Aretha Franklin that um, were in our uh, lower school library. And then in talking about her life and looking at the illustrations, we kind of sat down as a class and brainstormed in terms of, okay, well, what do different people wanna do? So some students really wanted to draw uh, an illustration. So I had two students, for example, who wanted to draw a picture of Aretha when she was around 14 singing in a gospel choir. So they worked together. I had another student who wanted to draw a picture of the Apollo Theater. Um, so that was one way in which they could be involved. Um, another, you know, some students don't like to draw pictures. So uh, we also looked at quotes, quotes from these books that we read. So um, there was one boy in particular who really wanted to write the queen of soul, right? And, and he, you know, stylized the letters, things like that. And then I had three students who we're really into looking at all the different songs that were some of her greatest hits. So, um, you know, they listed the songs, put little musical notes by them. And uh, the other thing I would mention is one of the very first things we did as a morning activity is every student drew musical notes or a microphone that we, you know, put around the edge of the poster. In studying and and learning more about Aretha, like what do you hope students really take away and remember about her after reading A Voice Named Aretha and Respect and then Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul? So I think the uh, the biggest takeaway, believe it or not, is is not her singing, although, of course, that's what she's recognized for and has been recognized for. Uh, yes, that's very powerful, but I would like them to take away this notion of her being uh, involved, very much involved in an integral part of the civil rights movement. Um, her father was a pastor at a Baptist church in Detroit, um, and he would 
regularly have Martin Luther King Jr. over, Bayard Rustin. So Aretha kind of grew up in a family where, you know, there were these, you know, civil rights activists showing up in her living room. Um, she refused to perform in front of segregated audiences. So even when she was given an opportunity to perform, if it was an all-white audience, she said no, you know, even though it could have been, you know, lucrative for her. And then <clears throat> I think maybe her song, well, the song Respect that she sings so well kind of says it all also in that, you know, she was a woman, she was Black, and she commandeered so much respect in terms of, you know, asserting herself in terms of saying what was on her mind, being true to her beliefs. So those are the key things that that I hope the students take away. And then I guess like moving forward, how are you trying to continue to incorporate Aretha Franklin in classroom work? Yeah, so um, I would say, you know, the, the kids have been so fascinated by Aretha Franklin. And we also, you know, watched clips of her actual performances. Um, but in terms of moving forward, in fifth grade, uh, students study the civil rights movement. I don't teach social studies, but I am a home-based teacher. So I very much like to, um, you know, address, uh, you know, civil rights issues with uh, read-alouds, for example, that I do. So currently I'm reading to my class the book Ghost Boys by uh, Jewel Parker Rhodes, um, which focuses on a young black boy who was playing with a toy gun and was shot by a white police officer. Clearly a very different story from Aretha's story. But again, this notion of, you know, treating people fairly and being respected, you know, um, and just, you know, being aware of the types of issues um, that, you know, brought about the civil rights movement, but also the types of issues that are all around us still today. So in Ghost Boys, you know, the story kind, kind of mimics the story of Tamir Rice, a, a real life thing that happened. And then also it, it they talk about Emmett Till. So 1955, going back historically um, before the civil rights. Um, so I, I just think it's really important um, for everyone all of my students um, to appreciate and understand some of the struggles and difficulties that Blacks in our country have endured and, and not just struggles and difficulties, but, you know, extremely horrific types of experiences and to be educated about that and, to, and for everyone to, to do their best to make sure that these kinds of things are you know, not going to keep happening. So I would say, you know, looking at Aretha, just her her spirit, her, her sense of, you know, um, being committed to, you know, civil rights, you know, that that is kind of, you know, an overall big picture. 